Father, thank you for this opportunity to read, to teach, to be fed before our Lord Jesus Christ, your word. And Lord, please grant to us and put upon us your spirit of wisdom, your spirit of understanding. Help us to receive your word tonight. Please bless and keep us. Open our eyes, open our ears, help our hearts to receive your word. Help us to be humble. Help us to be wise. Lord God, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Come and teach us. Come upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Cooking here. All right. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. So this is this is Proverbs 31 is King Lemuel, Lemuel, and this is the, the wisdom that was taught to him by his mother. And apparently, you know, the the Israelites felt like this was wise enough to include with the sayings of King Solomon. Okay. What my son and what the son of my womb and what the son of my vows. Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroys kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of the afflicted. So this is the mother teaching her son, and she is saying to her son, don't give your strength to women. Don't be infatuated with women. Okay? Don't give your ways to the ways that destroy kings. So don't be chasing loose women. Don't be going around with women that give you the, 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 the lust of the flesh. Okay? She gives another piece of wisdom and says, Lemuel, it's not for kings to drink wine. Don't drink wine at all. Don't have any wine. Nor for princes, strong drink. Don't drink the alcohol. She tells him to stay away. And this is why. She says, lest they drink, the princes, lest they drink and they forget the law and they pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. And that's true. When you get drunk, you forget the law. And if you're a person in power, you'll abuse people around you. You will abuse your privilege when you're drunk. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish and wine unto those that are of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. That's her advice. She says, let, that, let the alcohol be for the, for, for the people who are miserable. Let the, let the alcohol be for the people that want to be in misery and want to feel sorry for themselves. Let them drink the alcohol. You stay away from it. Open thy mouth for the dumb. And the cause of all such as are appointed to a destruction. Open thy mouth and judge righteously and plead the cause of the poor and the needy. This is what it means. Open your mouth for those who can't speak. The people that, that don't have a voice, you open your mouth for them. 
and you defend the rights of all those who are suffering and needy. She says, open your mouth on the side of justice and defend the rights of the poor and the needy. What a great mother, how she taught her son like that, to be a righteous man, to never be silent when somebody is poor and needy. When an injustice is happening, to stand up and speak. She taught her son. And now in verse 10, we start talking about the wife that she wants her son to have. This is the wife that she wants her son to have. Okay? So she taught him these all the years of his life. She didn't just teach this once. She taught this all the time he was growing up so that he had these words burned into his heart. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband can safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. Her husband, her husband can trust her in anything. He has no need to go and, and take from anyone else. His wife has always got his back. She'll do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works diligently with her hands. What another translation of that says, she's con contented and not sorrowful. She will bring him as long as life lasts. Content, not sorrow. She'll bring him as long as life lasts. Does she not busy herself or, or she busies herself with wool and thread, plying her hands with ready skill? She's like the merchant ships. She brings her food from far. She rises also while it's yet night, and she gives meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. So, so not, just, not just her house is fed, but those who work for her are fed. She makes sure they all eat. She is like a merchant vessel bringing her food from far away. She gets up while it's still dark, giving her household their food giving orders to her serving girls and making sure they eat also. That was the other translation. Verse 16. She considers a piece of real estate. She considers a field and she buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. Or with the fruit of her hands, she makes the land bountiful. She turns the land into a good investment. Or this cannot just be land, but it's an investment. Okay, it says she purchases. Here's another translation. She purchases land prudently and with her earnings, she makes the land profitable. She girds herself to work and she plies her arms with vigor. Verse 18. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her candle goes out, not by night. She lays her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. Another translation of that says she sees she oversees her business that it goes well. And she works late at night. She holds her distaff in her hand. That's the rod that they use for weaving. And her fingers grasp the spindle. That means she's working diligently all the time. She stretches out her hand to the poor. Yes. She reaches forth her hand to the needy. 
In, in other words, if there's somebody needy or poor, she's generous, she's caring, she takes care of them, she's open-handed to the rest, and she's generous to the poor. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in, in, scar, in scarlet. What does that mean? She's not afraid of the cold. Her house, is ready. her house is ready to face the cold. Everything they need has been prepared. The, the, the family has clothing. The, the dogs are taken care of, whatever it is. Okay. I'm, I'm just thinking of my own house because my wife makes sure my dogs have coats. The, the firewood's piled on the front porch. You know, everybody has jackets, that kind of thing. She makes herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. In other words, she's a, another translation for those two says she's not alarmed for her household because of the snow, because all her household is ready with their clothing. She makes herself woven coverlets. Cotton and purple are her clothing. Snow may come, but she's never worried about it. With all of her family, with all of her household warmly clothed, she makes her own quilts. She's dressed in fine linen and purple. Verse 23. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land, and the gates are the place of counsel. So in other words, when people go to seek counsel, her husband is known in the circles that are seeking counsel. Her husband's known as a wise man. Her husband is known as somebody that other people will come to to get advice on matters, on serious matters. Another translation says her husband is a man of note in the public place. When he takes the seat upon, among responsible men of the land, he is revered. Verse 24, she makes fine linen and sells it and delivers girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in the days to come. Verse 26, she opens her mouth with wisdom. And in her tongue is the laws of kindness. She looks well to the ways of her household and eats not the bread of idols. When she opens up her mouth, wise words come out. And in her tongue is the law of kindness. She doesn't speak harshly. She speaks kind words. She looks well to the ways of her household. And she, and she doesn't eat the bread of idleness. That means she's not slack. She's not slothful. Let me see another translation here. Another translation says, Ripe wisdom governs her speech, but it is kindly instruction that she always gives. She keeps watch over all that goes on in her house, not content to go through life eating and sleeping. Another translation says, when she speaks, her words are wise, and kindness is the rule for everything she says. She watches carefully over all that goes on throughout her household, and she's never lazy. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excels them all. In other words, this is what her husband would say. He would say, 
Many women have done good, but you have done better than all of them. Or many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that fears the Lord, she'll be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. The translation of that last part says, beautiful beauty is a deception or comeliness is a deception and beauty is a vain thing. A woman that fears God, she shall be praised. Give to her of the fruit of her hands and let her works speak for her in the gates. Let her works speak for her in those same circles of wisdom to which they come to her husband in the gates, the place of counsel. In the place of counsel, let her works, let her works be known. They give her honor and lift her up. And that is the end of Proverbs 31. Let's say our prayers. Father, thank you so much for this lesson tonight. Thank you and help it to, to sink into us. It's not just a message that is pointed towards um, the women in our lives, but it's also a message that's pointed towards the men to be to be worthy of a woman like that and and to honor a woman like that um and father just just please help us to receive that and settle in our hearts to try our best all the days of our lives to live that lord we pray that you just watch over every member of our family and every member of our churches every member of the body of christ that is connected to each one of us father that you would shelter us, that you would hedge us in, that you would help us live lives that are pleasing to you. Father, we ask that you would be patient with us, that you would continue to guide us and lead us all the days of our lives. We know that you're faithful, that you're faithful to complete every work which you began. And Lord, each of us knows if we have anything against you, we ask now that you would forgive us, that you would help us, that you would help us move forward in righteousness, that you would be a lamp unto our feet. We pray for our nation. We pray for our president. We, we pray that you would hedge him in, that you would surround him by mighty men and women of faith that they would protect him, Lord, and that justice would come swiftly for those who are wicked and evil, for those who refuse your way and refuse the path of righteousness. And nevertheless, Lord, I pray that in that justice, I pray for their salvation. I pray that they would turn to you and that they would repent from their wicked ways. I know that you forgave me and I know I wish for everyone the same opportunity. As we go to sleep tonight, we pray that you'd watch over and keep us. 
that you would protect us from temptations. That you would hedge us all in with your hedge of protection. And that you would offer us divine appointments. And with those divine appointments, Father, we ask that you would give us wisdom to see the appointment and boldness to act upon it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good night, family. Okay. Good night, guys. Love you. Good night.